It's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talking Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agriculture Conversation on the LaneCast Ag Podcast. During the 154th annual meeting of the Colorado Cattlemen's Association, Colorado Governor Jared Polis stopped by to address Colorado's cattlemen and women. Now, if you recall, the governor ruffled some feathers in the early part of 2021 by declaring a meat out day. In response to that, Colorado agricultural advocates and other states joined in and having a meet in day. But during his address, the governor said that he is a staunch advocate of the state's livestock industry and all of Colorado agriculture. For today's show, we will share the audio from Governor Jared Polis's address to the Colorado Cattlemen's Association convention and also a question and answer period between CCA President Janie Van Winkle and Governor Polis. But I must note that the first question we had to edit out of it because the audio was so bad because the governor's microphone was not on. So we will just uh, notify you right there that uh, that first question by President Van Winkle will be cut out because the audio was just not arable. We'll be back with an introduction by Janie Van Winkle of Colorado Governor Jared Polis right after these messages. NCBA believes cattle and beef producers are the original stewards of America's land, air, and water resources. As the stewards of those resources, NCBA knows your rights and your legacy are under constant threat from government overreach and other threats, but we're working in the nation's capital every day so you can focus on what matters most. If you are a member, we thank you for your support. If you're not a member, we'd like you to join us. Just call 1-866-BEEF-USA or visit ncba.org to join today. We will get started here. Governor Jared Polis began his early career as an entrepreneur, philanthropist, and ad advocate for public education. Governor Polis moved on to politics by serving five terms in the United States representatives from Colorado's 2nd Congressional District from 2009 to 2019. Most recently, he was elected as the 43rd governor of Colorado in January. Governor Polis is a Colorado native. I did not know that for a fact. So he, he, his partner Marlon, and their two children reside in Boulder and are all avid Rockies fans. Welcome, Governor. We appreciate you being here. Thank you for the introduction, Janie, and thank you to uh, Terry. I got to greet on the way in. Uh, really appreciate all the CCA members for hosting this annual event, uh, having me here today uh, with uh, Representative Holtorf and Senator Simpson. I saw Representative Valdez. Any other of our state electeds? They're doing a great job uh, working with and supporting uh, cattlemen industry. We have a van out front for vaccination, so if you haven't been vaccinated, uh, take the opportunity to do it. Uh, it's right out front. It'll be there till one o'clock. It takes 15 minutes. Uh, Take it from me, I've had COVID and I've been vaccinated and COVID's much worse. So uh, if you've been putting it off, now's a good time to do it. And you may win a million dollars. We have two more million dollar prizes we're giving away just in case the, the health piece isn't enough. Um, look, I look forward to, uh, to, to working with you and, and uh, answering your questions. Uh, you know, um, 
I think the last time many of you were together might very well have been uh, March 20th of this year at a meet-in event near you. Uh, you know there's a lot of things in this job, but it was great to see the community pull together so quickly uh, around support of growing in Colorado beef products, and I was excited to uh, put that in motion. I think by now you know my uh, love of Colorado beef, and of course, no matter what one decides to eat, I hope they choose Colorado growing and raised first. Just yesterday, I was at the Department of Agriculture. Uh, we signed uh, a bill, thanks to the support of the legislature, for $2.5 million for Colorado Proud marketing, supporting growing and raised in Colorado produce. Uh, and we do believe uh, that we continue to see that in the marketplace we can command premiums uh, for growing and raised in Colorado produce. You know, there's uh, ag operations across our entire state and our state's commitment to ranchers and farmers and uh, everyone in agriculture is ongoing and certainly at the top of my administration's agenda working to promote uh, and show how uh, ag and ranching are a big part of the solution big part of a solution for our economy, on food security, on climate. Uh, like you, I was very delighted yesterday to see the Colorado Supreme Court's unanimous decision on Initiative 16. And I do want to thank the, uh, the cattlemen for joining me early in, in opposing that initiative. Um, and it, luckily, it was defeated on a, a uh, legal technicality so we don't have to continue that fight through November. Um, so we're glad we can move past that and support a real Colorado comeback for our, our ranching industry and really blaze a trail for the future. You know, going the distance to support ag and ranching is a big part of our Colorado comeback stimulus package. We are investing more than $76 million uh, into ag. We signed, uh, I also, in addition to that, I also signed legislation to reduce property taxes for ranchers. Um, all ag properties, including cattle ranchers, the, the uh, assessment rate will go from 29% to 26.4%, so a significant reduction uh, for 22 and 23. I, I hope the legislature will do it for more than two years, but they did it for two years, and, and, and hopefully they'll renew that either indefinitely or, or for another period of time after that, but I'll be signing that bill later this week. Uh, in addition to the Colorado Proud program, which I mentioned, we have uh, funding for the state fair, for county fairs, for the National Western, um, all in support of our industry, uh, loan and grant programs for farmers and ranchers. We're investing in drought resiliency programs, soil health, agriculture efficiency, uh, improving Colorado's farm to market infrastructure, support our farmers and ranchers, uh, and that's in addition to the general uh, rural economic development dollars. So that's rural jumpstart, a number of other bills for our rural economies, but also uh, the 76 million specifically uh, for ag. Uh, I want to thank our leaders at the Department of Agriculture, including our terrific uh, commissioner, Kate Greenberg, who's joining us here today. She's been instrumental in securing the funding and making sure that ag was really front and center uh, for Colorado's recovery and stimulus as we prepare for the future. Uh, you know, last year we saw a statewide drought, record-breaking wildfires. We passed uh, one of the Sylvan fire just uh, on the way up this morning. There are fire seasons already very much here. Uh, and that's challenging. In fact, it adds to the challenge of uh, managing herds and land and water, in, in many ways, livelihoods and legacies, even more complicated in the future. 
Uh, we're seeing flames around the edges of grazing lands in many ag areas. And not, not just in what we used to call fire season, but unfortunately it's longer and longer and uh, really all, all year long into the late fall. Some of you experienced those firsthand. Uh, and these events create a lot of hardship and challenges and, and difficulty, uh, which is why uh, we want to better position Colorado for fire mitigation and resiliency. And we're making uh, record investments, including the purchase of a new Firehawk helicopter to get to the site quickly and before a flame goes out of control. It won't be, we ordered it, delivered in the following year, but we've, uh, we won't be here for this fire season, but we just got the funds, we ordered it, uh, legislature approved it, It'll be there in, in about 16 months. Uh, on top of drought and wildlife, we saw really unprecedented interruptions, unprecedented interruptions to our food supply chain. And so I was particularly excited to uh, be there when we started to vaccinate the JBS workers. We prioritize workers in the food industry, and I joined at JBS as they, and they were very good. They gave everybody the day off to do it, and they got very high vaccination rates. You know that they were hit very hard early by COVID. They lost uh, seven workers to COVID who paid the ultimate price, uh, along with 6,700 uh, other Coloradans. Uh, but they were also among the first to be vaccinated because we value protecting our food supply chain. And we uh, know the difficulty that many uh, ranchers had during the period of interruption to the national uh, food processing chain. And we wanted to do everything we could uh, to minimize that. Um, you know, to end this pandemic, we, we need to continue to get vaccinated and get protected. I'm proud the vaccine bus is right outside today. If you need it in your areas, let us know. You can let your county health department know. You can let our state know. Uh, we will be there. Uh, and uh, we are committed to uh, returning the supply chains to normalcy and getting back to normal as quickly as possible. The mobile clinic today is parked in the Doubletree Hotel parking lot. You'll see it right out there, and it'll be there till 1 o'clock. Uh, I'm excited to join you today. You know, teams in my office and Department of Ag are looking forward to this continued partnership. Uh, as many of you know, my, uh, my brother's a cattle rancher in Virginia, and I... Uh, I've been a supplier for over 20 years. I produce alfalfa. Of course, since I've been in full-time public service, my neighbor farms my land, but uh, I did before. And of course, our land is still producing alfalfa for feed. Uh, I want to thank you all for your work uh, in a Colorado for all, and make sure you know that our um, cattlemen and cattlewomen are not just a big part of who we were and who we are, but are an even bigger part of who we will be in the future. We look forward to partnering to make sure that cattlemen and cattlewomen thrive, uh, not just for the last century, not just now, for the next century, as a cornerstone of our state. Thank you, J.D., and I'm happy to take some questions. I promise no cow jokes as we're going forward with this conversation. So one of the things that the president of CCA normally has the opportunity to do is connect with the governor on issues that uh, impact our state's food producers. I've not had that occasion, so sir, with 250 of my closest friends listening in, I would appreciate the, I appreciate the opportunity to visit with you, and I have a couple questions for you. For those areas of the state and industries like agriculture that feel a bit disenfranchised or threatened, how do you put their fear to rest and better show them that they matter to your administration? Well, ag and ranching is very much central to, uh, to our administration. 
Uh, it's one of the reasons we've appointed a record number of, of folks from rural Colorado, from eastern Colorado in particular. I think um, eastern Colorado is about two, two and a half percent of the population. It's upwards of uh, twice that in terms of representation on our boards and commissions because I feel that when you give people a seat at the table, uh, you can really hear the concerns from the ground level and uh, and from the uh, the community. So really listening to, to ag voices and, and rural voices um, and, you know, everybody relies on one another. Producers rely on consumers. And guess what? Consumers rely on producers. And so making sure that we have that awareness on both sides is a critical part of having a strong relationship. Thank you. I really appreciate your comment that producers rely on consumers and vice versa. I think that's a really important part, point to make. I, I appreciate your comments this morning about Initiative 16. Um, you certainly know and understand what impact that would have on animal agriculture. The Attorney General, Phil Weiser, took a very definitive uh, position to oppose, and you chose to make a statement to several select ag media outlets. We have concerns that this initiative will be back. How will you show support for our food producers in a more public way if this proposal or something similar moves forward in another form? Well, first of all, that's over, as I indicated, so we're all very glad about that. But no, we, uh, I had a very strong statement of opposition that we, I gave to anybody who, who asked, and I hope I distributed as widely or wider than the Attorney General, but uh, it wasn't just to some select ag publication, it was to everybody who asked me where I was on that. And we do appreciate your support, but we would, we'd like for you, if this should arise in the future, to, to shout it louder for those in the back to hear as well. What ideas or actions do you have in mind to advance the beef industry in rural Colorado? Well, uh, that was a little bit of what you didn't hear in the first question uh, in the answer, but we can talk about expanding markets for grown uh, in Colorado produce is absolutely critical overseas and domestically. Uh, raising the quality premium for uh, raised in Colorado uh, products. Uh, and uh, continuing to sort of differentiate in the marketplace how, how we're better uh, and uh, are able to, uh, to command uh, premiums. And then, of course, on the processing side, making sure that we can maintain a strong supply chain for producers. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, it does seem that, that you and the, the beef community have gotten off to kind of a rocky, rocky start through our, our several things that have happened in the last year, year and a half. And do you feel the same way? And how can, how can we both do better? What can we do for you to help you understand what, what we're about? Well, you all can be my biggest supporters and allies. It's the simplest thing. <laughs> Uh, and I and I'll have I have your back too. I, uh, I you know some of, some of you probably didn't even know this till I you know till I because I don't really talk about it. But I I the amount of beef jerky I eat is probably enough to keep your your entire industry uh, rolling. It's it's as, as my staff aide knows that's my my main snack every day for for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Always always has been. Um, so I, I, you know, very strongly supportive. I think it's, it's very strange for me to read some of the caricatures uh, of, of what people uh, think, they, think they think about me. It's very bizarre. Um, they're obviously 
uh, talking about some other Jared Polos. So it doesn't worry about me too much, but as you get to know me, you'll know that uh, you're, you're, I don't think you'll ever have a governor in your lifetime that is as close to the industry in terms of his brother being a cattle rancher, him being an alfalfa producer for 20-some years for feed. Uh, you may, but given the population of the state, that's unlikely to occur you know, in the next half century again. So let's take advantage of it. And, and I would say right back at you. We, we would very much like to be your ally and you to be ours as well. So to close things up here, um, I would like to invite you, please, anytime that you would like to attend one of our meetings, tour one of our ranches, use us as resources. We're certainly here for that. And I, I would like to make a personal invite to you to sometime take a tour of Van Winkle Ranch. Kate came out and um, took a horseback ride with us for a couple of hours last summer. So the invitation is open to you as well. If you have any other comments, I'd feel free to um, hear from you one more time. And then I have a swag bag with beef sticks in them. Oh, good. <laughs> uh, so another, another, uh, another dimension, I think, to the uh, importance of the relationship is cattlemen and cattlewomen as, as stewards of our land. And that includes um, grazing areas as well. Uh, both from a perspective of sustainability over time, our working lands, uh, and making sure that um, we're maintaining the, the, the value that we have and, and the soil equity uh, and the value over time. Uh, know that um, we appreciate the role of, of Colorado farmers and ranchers. I think there's a lot of best practices that uh, we always are learning more about in science that can both increase productivity as well as sustainability. And we're really looking forward to, to partnering with you on those. Thank you. We certainly appreciate it, and, and we're looking forward to being a good partner with you as well. And there are some Colorado beef sticks in here, good. too. Thank you. Again, that was the address by Colorado Governor Jared Polis to the 154th Convention of the Colorado Cattlemen's Association. And we'll do it for this special edition of the Lanecast Ag Podcast. I'm Lane Nordland. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Lanecast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the Lanecast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the Lanecast.